and welcome back to your favorite podcast, the best podcast. Good books, bad banter. I'm your host, Maddie. And I'm Tori. And it's so happy to have you back here with us on another week and another episode. Talking another about spooky book. Another spooky book for October. And you guessed it, it is Verity that we're yes. talking about. The I'm one of the most controversial books on, in the book universe right now. So I'm so interested to see what you're going to say. I'm very excited about it. Um, We've been actually really good about not talking about it. Really good. Well, it helps that I was gone That's for a few true. days. That's true. And really busy last week. Not That's true. Because gone. usually we're not. <laughs> usually, no, usually we talk a lot about it. Usually it's me. <laughs> true. And I'm like, save it for the fucking podcast, Maddie. I know. And then I'm like, please. No, <laughs> You're like, just let me say this one thing. I was like, I need to just tell you this. And then we can move on. And then but, you tell me and then, Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just for me to hear like, okay, fine. So then you relent. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> so anyways okay let's uh jump in super quick to our three updates three updates okay um i went and saw my mom this weekend which was really exciting i haven't seen her since like may and so that was really awesome and um i literally worked 37 hours and three and a half days last week and i so i worked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, half day, Thursday. Oh, my God. And at, on Thursday, I went straight from work to a wedding. Yes. And I, when I came home, I, like, took the dogs out, packed my suitcase, and then I had to wake up at 4.30 for a 6.30 a.m. flight. Mm-hmm. Right after the flight, I had to do shit. I was busy all day Saturday, and then Sunday, I finally got to relax for a little bit, but then I had to fly home. And I got home at like 11 p.m. And then I went to work. Like, I literally don't have any memory of last week because it was so fucking busy. Just everything was put together all like in one day. Like, I don't remember any of it. Like, it just didn't happen. It, my just mind is you like, just went on it. you like, fucking chill? Your brain just went on autopilot, essentially. It did. I, like, don't know how I survived. But anyways, I have so much to do at work this week. Well, I'm glad uh, you did. Even though you don't know how you survived, I'm glad you did. I don't. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a cold, and hopefully it'll go away. But I'm excited because yeah. this weekend we have a Halloween party with all of our friends. We do. Coming up. Oh, that's going to be fun. I I'm actually so still excited. don't even have my costume. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. My last update is I'm going to be a dark fairy for Halloween. As long as my wings get here in time. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go buy some cheap-ass ones from, like, Party City. But then you'll have wings for next year, and you could be, like, a dark angel. Yeah. We'll see. We'll figure it They're out. They're multipurposeful. Yeah. We could use them for a shoot. Yeah, we totally could. We could do a fairy shoot. We've been wanting to do that for a while. We but it'd have. be really cool now because it's fall. So, like... Mm-hmm. Oh! Last update is I dyed my hair, and it's dark, and it's going to look so good in my costume, and I'm obsessed with it, and I look so much better as a dark-haired person than <gasps> <and> a blonde. <laughs> It looks really good. I'm it obsessed. makes your eyes pop a lot because you have different colored eyes. Yeah, different colored eyes besides shit brown. So you don't have shit brown eyes. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, tell me otherwise. <laughs> uh, convince me otherwise. <laughs> what are your three updates? My three updates are. Oh, Friday we went to fucking Green Day. Oh that yeah, that was so much fun. But the tickets were literally like seven dollars. So obviously. You know, there's kind of like has to be like a catch with them because, you know, no ticket is like seven dollars. Turns out we had to walk an hour there and an hour back. 
What? Yes, because it's at Coda, Circuit of the Americas. I and know, so but the parking was you had to have a parking pass because F one was going on. Oh duh. I'm like I've and been to a million Coda no. concerts, but it's F one. Yes. F one was going on. Why did you get like a pedicab? The pedicabs were like the pedicabs and the Uber were both like hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. You're fucking kidding me. No. That's just how they were. And then the shuttles, there were some shuttles going from downtown, but they were like forty five, fifty dollars per person. And we're like, no, we're not going to do that. So we ended up just parking nearest, like the neighborhood nearest to the track. Uh And we just walked. We were literally walking on the side of the road with Heinekens in our hands. But, you know, it worked. Oh, my God. Because they're like, do you want free beer? Because we were passing passing through a gas station. We're like, sure. So Rachel and I grabbed a few beers. And then we were like, wow, these beers are super light. They almost taste like water. Come to fucking find out there's 0.0% alcohol. What the fuck? We were so pissed. It was like, this isn't going to give me a buzz. It's just going to give me bloat. So cool. What the hell? I'm like, great. I just drank fucking wheat for no reason. So Green Day was awesome, to say the very least. I can imagine. And they played all their really good songs. Ooh. They played a lot of really good stuff. He put on a pretty good show, too. Um, he had a few people from the audience come up. And he gave this one dude a guitar because he like, he's like, I need somebody that knows how to play the guitar. And that was the second person that they, he had called for it. The first person was this girl. And he's like, I, do you know the lyrics to the song? Or do you know the lyrics to the song? And she's like, yeah. And she was younger. Um, She didn't know the lyrics to the song. So Uh. she was just like freaking out and crying that she was up there with Green Day. And um, he basically realized when she doesn't know the words to the song just told her to like jump off the stage and crowd surf so she did oh my god (laughs) that's so cool so that's what she ended up doing and then the second guy he's like i need somebody who actually knows how to play guitar like and he was a little bit more selective of who he chose Uh he ended up choosing this younger kid well the girls think that he was like like early 20s i think he was like 16 and um he had long like beautiful long curly black hair like you know that glossy like really pretty hair Mm -hmm. i'm like dang his hair is nice but besides that he gets on the stage and billy's showing him how like the chords that he needs to play and he picks it up real quick and so it's at the end of the song Mm -hmm. so they're playing and stuff and then he does like a little freestyle like along with it and then they both end at the same time he killed it like it was awesome it was so good and um afterwards billy was like that was so great dude like what's your name um he's like my name is mauricio i'm all the way from uh costa rica um and he's like yeah he's like i'm all the way from costa rica and he's like well mauricio and everybody the, the whole crowd was like mauricio mauricio because he just did so good um billy gave him the guitar oh my god he's like keep the guitar man i would shit my pants he did he he was like, I, just insane. Wow. But he did really good, so that was really cool. They, well, they said also at the very beginning of the concert that this was probably one of the last concerts that they're going to do for a really long time. Yeah. Because um, they're fucking 50. Yeah. He was born in 1972. Yeah. I'm like, what the shit? So, yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, But, so that was Friday. Saturday, I ended up going home. I hadn't been, like 
to my hometown and I I don't even remember like it's been months since I've been actually like home home Mm. and it was so nice my mom and my dad made me pozole and if you don't know what that is look it up it's delicious it's fucking amazing I just had some (laughs) before we made this podcast and um I don't know if this happens to anybody else but like when you go home like I went home with just a duffel bag I came back home with four other bags (laughs) half my mother's fridge a blender a new cup this the lamp that i just got just recently and it's not like a little lamp it's the big lamps that have like three like branches to them or three what is it lampshades arms arms lampshades um so that was fucking heavy seven different frames a bag full of goodwill clothes that i had gotten and then like just a bunch of other shit and they were like why do i fucking always leave here with so much stuff my parents are just like, so you just like want to go to Sam's so that way we can get you some stuff. I'm like, I'm not, I mean, obviously I'm not going to say no, but right, never. I'm like, but it's just so funny. It never fails. It never fails. And I was just there for like 24 hours. Um, third update. Let me think. What do we do? Oh, we carved pumpkins on Saturday. That was fun. Yeah, but didn't they all but rot? But they no? just, they literally like lasted, I think three days and now they're blackened with rot and mold. That as a Texas kid, I don't. Re- I honestly don't remember as a kid that they like. I thought they lasted a lot longer, so I don't know. Maybe I just like never realized that they didn't. So. In Wisconsin, they lasted a long time because it's freezing by this time. Well, yeah, but like I remember our pumpkins always lasting like at least a week and a half. <laughs> so like I don't know what is wrong with these pumpkins, but they just didn't make it. So which sucked. But yeah, oh well. those are my three updates. I don't really have anything else as of right now. But okay, well let's get into our book, Verity. What oh, did what else are you reading? Oh yeah, sorry. Duh. What else <laughs> am I reading? Uh, let's see. Let's look at my Goodreads because I've listened to slash read a lot the last few weeks. Really? Yes. I, I have only been reading today. our books. I haven't really been reading anything well, it's else outside I listen of it. I know constantly. That's I know I haven't even been listening to new stuff either, which kind of sucks. Um, I did start the book that's over there on the nightstand right there. It's called Silverwing. I used to u- read it as a kid, so I just kind of in a reading slump right uh-huh. now. I'm just not like totally motivated to pick up anything, and I figured I might as well just pick up that one because I read it as a kid and I really loved it. Yeah. So. Kind of give me a little nostalgia taste, you know, for the time being. Okay, um. so um, last week I, or maybe not last week, but the week before, I listened to Dark and Shallow Lies, which I really liked. Oh, yeah. And some of the reviews were bad, and I think it's because listening to it was better than probably reading it. Reading it. it. Yeah. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but it's a... A girl is murdered, and her best friend is trying to figure out what happened to her. Ooh. And she's from New Orleans, and so there's, that like, a lot of psychics. Oh, I like that. Like, like, everyone has a little bit of a different ability or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's, like, love interests, obviously. It's very um, twisted. Ooh. Parts of it, I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I listened to another Ice Planet Barbarians book. <laughs> I'm obsessed. The thing is, is like I I'm said obsessed. that once, and the targeted ads I got. 
<laughs> it's probably because I listen to them all and they see that we're I'm together like, all the time. Are you fucking kidding me? And I just was like TikTok after TikTok after TikTok after TikTok. And yes. I'm like, I don't even read these. Bro, their new covers are so much better because look at their old covers. Well, yeah, the old covers are like Fabio. Yes. Yes. <laughs> A blue Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> really trashy put together like first version of adobe like creator yeah yes. so bad i listened to or vanessa adobe. jared's got a man that was cute mm. um and then i listened to beautiful liar <clears throat> which is a series i guess by zara cox and it's a sex book it's definitely it's like fully smut <laughs> fully yes like, like it should it belongs on wattpad yes okay 100 it's like <laughs> it gives like 50 shades of gray vibes a little bit because there's them. a like very rich dude who's like into s&m so gotcha. and then gotcha. <laughs> checks out to completely, <laughs> <laughs> to completely go opposite of that i read or i listened to yesterday and today a line in the sand and it was like the most wholesome way too ya book i was like i'm gonna tell kill me myself. why i say way too white of a book <laughs> i mean they probably ya 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 but like it was coming out and i was like oh my god <laughs> but it was literally like super wholesome like I so I would like it because I scream when people just hold their hand like holding yeah it was literally and, like, like forehead kisses and no I like, think it was too young for even like you it was like definitely way too young but I was like I need something wholesome that I don't give a fuck about right now because I don't want to have to pay attention you know, you know what something funny I needed to tell you what? okay so Shelby John and I were sitting out um in the kitchen mm-hmm. um that that Shelby is my roommate and John is her boyfriend. And we were sitting out there, we were talking, and we were talking about romance books. And we were talking about how in the Spanish Love Deception, that was really the only romance book that Shelby had listened to. And she's like, it was so bad. It was so gross. And I was like, yeah, I'm petitioning that nobody, no author ever uses the words wet folds to describe yes. a vagina. And John's face was like, what the actual shit? And I was like... <laughs> Yeah, like wet folds. And then no I told you next time. And then I told you next time. Pussy that way. Never. Next I was like, that a vagina deserves better than that. I told you. I was gonna tell them. I was like, next time Tori says something, I'm gonna be like, Tori, shut your wet folds up. <laughs> so funny. Shut your wet folds up right now. Oh, I, I would like throw up when you said that. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> we die laughing. So That's anyways. hilarious. Oh, and then last but not least, I started the Cruel Prince on oh, yeah. audiobook. You just told today. me that. Um, I have the it. Lightning Thief on audio right now. And I'm debating on whether or not I actually want to listen to it or if I legit like want to read it and relive mm-hmm. my childhood. Obviously I'm in a nostalgic phase right now because I'm yeah. reading things from whenever I was a kid. I still need to make that TikTok of the classics. Of course I read the classics and it's the warrior cat books. (laughs) (laughs) I read those books. If you did not read the warrior cat books as a child, red flag. Bro, you know what keeps coming up on my available now audiobooks on the library app? Mm -hmm. 
fucking animorphs. <gasps> fucking I'm animorphs. Don't get started with and animorphs. And you know what's fucking hilarious is Aaron said that when he was a kid, he was afraid of those books because of the covers. <laughs> listen to 82 books this year and that is that's twice as many as what i've read so far i've only read 44 i think 44 45 and you started later than i did yeah i started uh in like march march april, or april. i think march april. Or april yeah and one of the first books i listened to was uh fucking every summer after mm. and, and that's it's how it still happened w- my like one of my top books of this year totally every summer after and then uh like akatar mm-hmm. are my top books well just wait we still have at least like 10 so weeks much. i know it's crazy which is crazy but anyways okay let's get into the book this time. yes what was your rating oh i gave it a five i gave it a five because the thing is this is my first colleen hoover book That's that i gnarly. ever like read yeah and so i was like oh my god i don't want to read these I just, I don't want to romance gushy romance and I don't want to cry because I don't really like, I don't enjoy crying in like movies or books. Oh yeah. Unless it's like really good, like very cathartic or whatever, but I don't want to cry about losing a character or something because I just want everything to have happy little endings with tiny you little red bows. You need to get bows. the fuck over that. So anyways, <laughs> um, well, you need to get over the fucking like sex scenes, but that's not happening anytime <laughs> soon, bitch. But anyways. Um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thought now. You gave it a five. Oh yes, I first gave it a five. coho book. First co- coho. Uh, first coho book. I loved it. I really it liked good. it, and I just thought it was so easy to read. Like I like it sucked yes. me in. Yes. And I and like I was done within like a an day and a half. I yes. Think. So I read it quick. That. But it also was really quick to read itself. Like it just. You listened to it, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, no, no you I read, read it. it. I read it. Um, for the <laughs> you read it. Yeah. Um, no, for me, I just like remember reading it and then looking down, and I was halfway through, and then mm-hmm. looking down again, and I only had ten pages left. Yeah. So, and that was kind of my first really like quote unquote suspense novel, and like there were times that I was like, ooh, like. In my head, I'd get freaked out because I imagine it as a movie, and I know in those parts of the movie, like, some of the things, yeah, what happened in that moment or, like, in the book, I could visually see it in a movie, and I know I would be freaked out if that was the case. Yeah, so true. So, but it, like, so the book didn't freak me out, my own mind did. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. So... (laughs) I really enjoyed this book. I'd give it like a four. Uh-huh. Like that's a good rating for sure. Mm. Um, I know people love to k- hate Coho, but she's a good fucking author as much as they want to say no. The thing like, is, is like people want to just give shit on those authors that just that just get it. Like Stephen yes. King, he has been writing for like fucking 30, 40 years. Everybody loves his like he produces really good books. It's the same with her. She's yeah. It. She has a writing style. People like it. Yes. She's got it down to a T. And that's the thing about her that I really like that, like, some people are like, well, blah, 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 love stories, whatever. She's so succinct and to the point. She is. Some of my complaints time and time again are there's, like, it's too much, too much detail. It's taking too much time mm-hmm. to describe what's going on. And I just want to get to the plot of the fucking book, not right. all the 
details and she does that and she doesn't do I don't it think in a she wordy way. I think she she doesn't waste time. Like she'll yes. build it up. It's like a chapter or two and then you're in the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? But even whenever because I after I read Verity, I immediately read It Ends With Us. Okay. Um I and I liked it yet. too, but and the story started off like real quick. Uh-huh. I mean, I think maybe chapter two really that was where it really like kicked off, kicked off. Yeah. But that's so much less of a time, especially like with fantasy books that you have to give it like so at least much time. You have to give it at least a third of a book. Yes. Like a third of the book because it's introducing everybody. It's talking about the world. It's yes. building it for you. Like you learn the all the like either the history, the rules, like if there's yes. a magic system, yes. like how that works. So it's hard to be succinct in like fantasy right and so this genre which is like romance and like yeah i guess mainly like romance and then this one's like modern contemporary a little bit and like suspense and whatnot you can be a little bit more concise in what you're saying catch people up on everything right because it's not a fake world that you're making it's like real life so everything follows within real life society rules 100 percent. so you don't have to make that up 100 percent. but and also like she writes what she's good at and what she's good at is romance so like yeah obviously this book isn't focused as much on the romance right it's no like, it wasn't i know it was a little bit of a like kind of an offshoot of what she typically does yeah but i think she the reason she's been in publication people know her she's very popular she's internet you know famous mm-hmm. she's got it down yes. you can't you cannot knock Colleen Hoover for not being a good author. No, not at all. She's got it. It may be like substance. You like, maybe I don't like her writing style. Maybe she's a little bit too simple. Maybe she's a little bit too, you know, whatever the yeah. criticisms are. But you can't sit here and say that she's not a successful author. Oh, no. I don't think anyone would even like try and say that, honestly. Well, I mean, like, I think people would say that she's successful, but like not give her the credit for it. Mm. Be like, yeah, okay. But <coughs> her books are shit. And be like, okay, well, yeah, maybe her books are are shit but people fucking love them so get over it yeah i don't know i feel like she's really good at coming up with different storylines for each of her I, yeah. books too like i, I like colleen hoover me i love too. i i do not have <coughs> any hate for her no. so like you saying that that people have hate for her i'm actually really surprised because i so i see some co-host slander on book talk and stuff and sometimes it's more like funny stuff where it's like people think uh, it's more like people make a book talk saying like, oh, I love my spicy books and it's Colleen Hoover. And people are like, bitch. bitch yeah, you're, okay. No, you're like, have you, but, have you read the fairy porn that I have read? <laughs> no. Even beyond like literally what I just read, that beautiful liar one or whatever, that was like, well, yeah. I, feel like I need you to read one of the like, what is it? The mafia ones, the kidnap. Oh, I would love those. I need you to read them and tell me and report I back. Need, I need because I refuse to read them, but I will live vicariously through you. I need to read Haunting Adeline. I've heard that's fucking gnarly. It's like really dark, but Haunting Adeline. Yeah. Is it a mafia story? Is it haunting or hunting? I don't it's know. not mafia i can't remember off the top of my head because but i've seen a million book talks about it um anyways but back to coho i read my coho. first coho book uh when i first moved here wasn't something bones heavenly bones love. um heart bones but heart bones that wasn't back then that was like one of mine of this year that i've read right you sent it to me you were like you need to read heart bones yes like, oh. it was it's good um the first book i read by her i literally can't remember the name of it 
Um, Love that. Because it was so long ago. Super memorable. Um, but it was a really good one. I like sobbed my eyes out. Mm. It was a heart-wrenching one. It ends up happy, but like I was devastated like from the get-go. Yeah. Um, but my second oh. book I read by her was Maybe Someday, and I fucking loved that book so much. And I need to read the rest <laughs> of the Maybe series or whatever. But I know. Okay. Keep continue because I I will go on a different tangent. Okay, I was just gonna say, but yeah, that's all. Oh, okay, that's it. I need um, to read more. Can by we her. both agree that her cover art is shit, though? Oh my god, yeah. Her, if I saw all of them lined up, like on a Instagram post, I think mm-hmm. not not too far back, they're ugly. Yeah, whoever she, needs a she better, commissions yeah. to make these, they are terrible. They're kind of like your Fabio one. Yes, where like there's a whole series that has like a naked torso. Yeah, a man's torso on it with like hands ghosting up his like fucking pecs and uh, i just i'm like colleen deserves better there's so much potential for these covers and i guess maybe because they are like mass media or like mass production and print i get it but you can at least put a little bit of like consistency and i don't know you can be creative without being like over the bank or breaking the bank yeah i know that's my personal they definitely could do something i think they're a little i think honestly a little bit a lot of them are really cheesy so some of them turn me off to like the actual story yeah because like ugly love and it ends with us and it ends with us is like a base crashing and like it is applicable to the story but at the same time it's like really and like because the flower and stuff is really hyper like hyper realistic oh I, I guess know. I haven't looked at the covers. Look at the covers. Like, actually analyze the covers. Ugly Love is, like, underwater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, whatever. Well, those were our initial thoughts yes. of the book. Um, if you have not read Verity, please, 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 please go read it. Like we said, there is a lot of talk around this book on what you do and don't believe. Yes. Um, so... It definitely was, go read it and then come back and hop on to the rest of the conversation because it's going to be a lot wild. and I'm so excited to talk about <laughs> it. Me too. Okay. So I want to start out by saying I didn't read the bonus chapter. I didn't. Neither I did I. I not find it anywhere. <laughs> oh, Melanie sent me screenshots of it, but I, she said she read it and she said there was absolutely no point to the plot. So. No point to the plot. Are we going to do spoilers already? Yeah, we're in the spoiler part okay, already. Okay. Um. I was going to say, I, I like, re- caught a sentence somewhere in my scanning the internet for the extra chapter. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if you read this chapter, it's supposed to convince you that the letter is real. Mm. But. I don't. I will never no, believe that letter. Me fucking either. Me fucking either. You never believe okay, that letter. Okay. <laughs> Girl, the book starts <laughs> off immediately somebody dies bro like, i'm like, like, like well fuck that was immediate <laughs> it was like the first literally the first line i heard the crunch of his skull against the tire yeah and i was, I like, was oh, like we are oh, getting into it all right we dare there is no lead up raw dogging it i was right like now. <laughs> this woman has blood and guts and brains on her face and body. like literally blood what the fuck and she's like i need to go change <laughs> She okay. Well, first off, I don't fucking like Lowen either. I don't even fucking like that name. I don't. And she spells. I don't mind the name. I hate her name. I hate Lowen, and I hate how she spells Ashley. 
It's A S H L E I G H. It's like disgusting. So sorry if your name's Ashley. But that's no offense. You gotta know. Um, I liked the name Lowen, but I fucking hated her. Oh, she was terrible. And I want to know if Colleen Hoover wanted us to like her or not. No, I don't think so. I don't think she wanted any of these characters to truly be likable. Likable. Yeah. I think that was the whole point. Okay. It's like like just a whole like question mark on everybody's like honesty, genuine, like Uh, character. Yeah. Their character, their decisions, because there's so many of their decisions were so questionable, especially Verity. But, you know, that's besides the point. But anyways, I mean, so right away we learned that everyone in this book is tragic as hell. Lowen's mom just died of cancer. Yes. And her mom was a bitch. Yes. Like locked. I don't know. With the nightmares, she was like afraid of her own daughter. I'm like, can you chill? Yeah. Or the sleepwalking. And then we meet and I Jeremy that was a little right like away. out of the blue because like come on they weren't even like that disturbing of like nightmares I know they were disturbing but like they weren't like oh my god she's gonna come get me with like a fucking like knife yeah. or whatever didn't she just like jump off the like top of the bed or something and like she break her jumped arm? off of like a porch and broke her own wrist and had like blood all over her oh my god yeah that was a I'm like bitch the fuck are you dumb i know like way to traumatize your child further too about it yeah i'd be different if they like had like a knife and like were like slit their like thumb open and then we're writing red rum on the thing like that would be i know like 10 times worse (laughs) but then we meet jeremy right away too jeremy was sus from the beginning i know jeremy was was so sus from the beginning you're like motherfucker Uh -uh. uh-uh i thought it was so interesting that they asked her, like, the whole premise of the, her coming, going to Verity's house was that she was going to finish this series for her. Yes. And I thought that was very interesting and weird of a topic. Like, how, you know, to lure her into. How to get her into the, the house. To be basically a ghostwriter for these books. For the last three. Mm-hmm. Which is such a hard, like, plate to be yeah. given. Especially, like, whenever, like, what she talks about it then, that like, Verity was a very, like specific and prolific writer right and so she has to mimic that while she is essentially quote-unquote a human veggie like what's up i (laughs) i'm sorry i'm i'm like fawning over my cat right now she looks so cute she's really cute she's She's all curled up um she's laying on her paw stop (laughs) so it's all interesting to me how this happened because obviously he's the one who wanted Lowen to write the books. Yes. So I think he is the most manipulative out of all of them. I don't think he's the most manipulative oh, no. out of all of them. I think he. No. Well, actually, I don't think he is by far the worst of them all. Come on. Mm, but she had. Hers was more like spectacular i liked it a little bit more oh 100 percent. jeremy was still like full-on crazy jeremy was still like a man and like was like trying just to like use his manipulation to get another woman because he was upset that he doesn't have children anymore (laughs) so (laughs) i mean everyone's a bit sketch in this fucking book everybody is questionable and like lowen her personality is just so she's a wet paper towel oh my god i was gonna say she's a wet blanket but yes like a bowl of oatmeal. Yes. With no cinnamon and sugar. She like literally is agoraphobic, is too afraid to like meet her fans, be anything she was, of like, an author. She was like a, sh- like she was literally a shell of a human. And like Jeremy was like, yeah, baby. 
I know. <laughs> Jeremy was like, you're the strangest thing I've ever seen the, in my life. The one thing that I Bitch. thought was very interesting is she broke up with Corey because she felt like he fell in love with the character of her book and not the author. author. But that's what fucking Jeremy did is he wanted her because he liked her fucking writing. <laughs> and then he brought her in. I'm like, girl, what the fuck? Here's like such a contradiction. Like, wait. I don't uh, get it. But she's terrible. She is terrible. Okay, let's see. I also like how they met, of course, like, incoincidentally. In no, yeah, oh. in coinc- in- coincidentally, like, after he gave her his shirt. Yeah. I'm like, what? That's, like, on page five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, and then he's like, oh, well, I'll see you around. Good luck on everything. And then, of fucking course, they meet in the elevator uh-huh. at the meeting. I'm like, <sighs> talk about a Hallmark <laughs> movie in the worst way possible. I mean, we said we like that Coho jumps right in, so. That's true. I mean, I liked it. I just didn't like them. True. So then they, like, tell them, they give her the proposition. You're like, basically, you need to come to our house that way because Verity has all of her stuff there. Yeah. And that's where we learned that Verity has been in an accident. Yes. And in the public, because they released it in the public that she's just, like. A co-writer. Yes, that she's a co-writer, but that Verity herself, she was in an accident, but she's recovering and expected to make a full recovery. Yeah. But she learns that it's a lot more severe yeah. than like what they put out. Like as she got into a car accident is like has, Yeah, she's got nothing going on. She's she, just she like can't she's just a heartbeat. Function. Yeah. Um. And Clothing. then uh, she is going through Verity's office. Yeah, she gets there and immediately. Hold on, I want to say because I know she was driving up there. Yeah. And she had no intentions of staying. She was like... It was like two days. Yeah, like two days. Like the day or two or three. Like the weekend. Yeah. Essentially. And then she was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back home. And wasn't she getting evicted from her apartment? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I was like... She got evicted from her apartment that her mom was in with her. Mm-hmm. Because they were living in a place they couldn't afford because the mom lied about her finances. Yes. Yes. The mom was psychotic too. Literally everyone sucked in this book. In the uh, best way possible. <laughs> I mean, true, because you just love to hate it. But so then she got evicted from her one apartment and applied to another. And she was like waiting for the advance from these books to come in so yes. she could afford her new apartment. Which but you then never they denied should do. Her. Which you should never do. You should never spend the money that you are waiting on. Oh, I know. Or like already spend the money that you don't but have. But then they denied her because she had an eviction recently. Yes. And so then she ends up staying at Jeremy's for longer. Yeah, after realizing it and then being like, well, I guess I'll just be homeless, like, right now or whatever. He's like, no, like, why don't you just stay? Like, I stay fucking here. hate that she's sleeping in their old bed with the teeth marks. What the literal fucking fuck? Why would he be like, yes, this is a great idea. Stay in the bed where my old white like my what wasn't that supposed to be the guest room why again were they putting their no, it old was bedroom? the master but then remember he moved upstairs to be closer to <gasps> oh crew. yeah to be yeah crew yeah. is fucking crew's a fucking creep ass too like he's a creepy ass kid that's because he's traumatized his dead mother is speaking to him or partially dead i mean i would not have been surprised if he like i see ghosts and run away <laughs> I mean, he is seeing ghosts. That poor child. <laughs> that poor child. Anyways, nah, crew was just. He should have fucking crew. changed the bed at least if he was gonna have her stay there. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, 
It was a little sus. I think it was just like everything is sus. I mean, the entire yeah, the whole time you're it's reading just this like, book, you're, like, you're like uneasy. Yes, what ha- the whole time you're just like, like this isn't gonna what's well. gonna happen. This isn't gonna what's end gonna well. Happen. But it made you want to read for like, like nonstop. I have this feeling in the pit of my gut, and I need to know if this is a hunch or if it's like a prediction. Yeah. So then, um. Lowen stumbles on Verity's autobiography. So be it. Yes. And I thought it was very interesting that she immediately found it. Not immediately, but like she went through and she was like, huh, what's this? And then is like reading. Yeah. Well, did she spend like a day or two in there before she found it? No, I thought she found it the first day. Was it the first day? And then day? she like peeked at it and she's like, oh, okay, I shouldn't read this. It's private. And then. Which, okay, what a dumb fucking bitch. You know you would read that the second you saw it. I'd be like, tea? Exactly. The and fact that she you kept were, putting it down after reading chapters, I'm like, you're fucking stupid. Read it all and immediately give it to Jeremy. Like, what are you thinking? How are you going to be a writer and you read like a turtle? I was <laughs> so angry. But. Um, we find out Verity and Jeremy's meat story, and I was like, this is the sexiest meat story ever. You know, whenever you're saying meat story, it really doesn't sound... <laughs> meat, I, I can't say meat cute, because it's not a meat cute, it's a meat sexy. <laughs> Which is disgusting. <laughs> I just am waiting for you to like, this just doesn't sound right. They're, they're like, meeting. they're... How they met. How they met. They're how they met. Story. story. There you go. I'm sorry. They're meat story. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't realize it. I was thinking of meat cute, but clearly. It. Have you ever heard that before? No. Oh, it's definitely like a known saying. of it. Like, how did you guys meet? Did you have like a meat cute? It's from the office. That's why. Oh. See, Kelly talks about having a meat cute or whatever. But no. anyways. How they met is at this, like, charity gala thing. And they, like, immediately are drawn to each other. Mm -hmm. And they go in the limo. (gasps) I'm like, that's really fucking hot. (laughs) Yeah. And they go in the limo. And then it's not even his limo. No. Which I fucking love. And she loved that, too. And then they, like, run to his car or whatever. And they have, like, a very intense love and obsession with each other from the beginning. You know how I would picture Verity? Like a prettier Shanae off of um, Bachelor in Paradise. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Just like a more pointier face. And like I'm picturing like dark hair. I thought she was blonde. Is she blonde? She, I don't fucking know. See, you know, here's the thing. See, that, no, it doesn't matter even sometimes what people's descriptions are. My brain will come up with my own for them. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm imagining dark hair. Give me like Blair Waldorf. I'm imagining Serena, like a Serena, yeah, like a bitch. I'm, I'm imagining. And I remember a like mix of Blair and Serena, but with like Blair's more more Blair's look. Yeah, I don't know why. I just feel like because she's a bad bitch and she is like so sexy and yes. stuff that she would just be, be like a blonde, like a bombshell blonde. To uh. me. So she's more like Serena Vanderwoodson. Yeah. And then like, the way the red dress is described, mm-hmm. I love that so much. I knew you would. I love it. You're like, the I love it. thrive on. But then they run off and then they go to Shake Shack or whatever. Yes. And then they go back to his place and they 
fuck and it's literally the hottest story ever like dang but also like that just shows you that the basis of their relationship was out of lust well in the beginning everybody's lust in the beginning not everybody okay well (laughs) not everybody (laughs) i mean if you meet someone on a first date you don't lust after them though that's like that's really like uh, you don't lust after them yes you do no no Tori, you have to remember we are two different people. <laughs> I know. I'm like I do not lust after Hulu. No. Well, okay. We're lust. I feel like <laughs> I feel like lusting is intense. Like that's. I mean, I feel like in the beginning. I don't know. Never mind. I don't know how to explain it without sounding like a psychopath. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll skip that. <laughs> Yeah, we just move on to the I don't next know. I guess my thing is, if I don't feel like sexual chemistry, lust on the first date, I know there's not going to be anything because, like, well, I've told you this before that that does not matter to I me. I know. I have never had that desire for anybody. I've never looked at anybody and been like, oh, I want to go home with them. Oh, I've see. never had it. And then I feel like that's an important part of a com- a relationship for me. And then like mm-hmm. the other stuff, like. You know how some people I don't need, get like, that. sexual I don't intimacy to have emotional intimacy? I feel right. like I'm more one of those people. I'm definitely not those people. Which is, which, I mean, like, and then came for me to realize. Hand hand for me. It made me realize that, obviously, I'm, like, a demisexual. So, yeah. Or I have demisexuality. Yeah. Which I have to have, like, a strong emotional connection to then develop, like, a sexual one. Yeah. So. I just. I'm the opposite of you. Yeah. I just know if I don't have good sex with you right off the bat, like, it's not going to happen in the future either, so I can't do it. Hey, it's really important. Some of that is very, like, those aspects are very important to a lot of people, so I get it. I need chemistry, so, like, I kind of get that stuff, but anyways. um, And then she, like, reads a couple of the chapters, or, like, the first chapter is really long of uh, So Be It. So Mm -hmm. it's how they met, and then... We find out Jeremy, like, went away for a bit. And then when he comes back, they're, like, having sex. And she's moved in. And he proposes. Yes. And she's, it's like, all really quick. so happy. They've been together for, like, three years after when he proposes. Like, two oh, or three years. yes, yes, yes. But, like, she moved she in. She just made and it, it was succinct like, right, in right, her, right, like, right, little right, autobiography. Right, you right. Um, and then... She's like, it was the happiest day of my life until my baby fucking stole it because that was the night we conceived. And so she stole my engagement night or whatever. I thought she was such a monster for literally talking about how her daughter, how she hated her daughter because his attention. Yeah, his attention was no longer purely on her. Yes. So... I have two thoughts on this. Obviously, I'm not crazy like Verity, right? Mm-hmm. I would never like be like so insane. But I definitely understand that like fuck, like it's not gonna be our time anymore. It's gonna be no. Like, I think everybody. And, like 
I think whenever you're not really preparing for a baby, like in the mindset of like, hey, like we want a family, because I don't think they had talked about that. Like, you know what no. I mean? Like, yeah, they it just it was a pregnancy planet. that happened. Yeah, that just happened. Um, I don't think if you like are not mentally okay with it, then yeah, it's kind of like you have to come to terms with the fact that there's going to be another human like there. And, yeah, your love and your attention is going to be separated. Yeah. Because, I mean, they talk about it all the time, how the first year of a baby, like, that first year is really hard on couples because you're having to navigate this new relationship because now you have somebody here in the middle of you. Yeah. So. I also think it's kind I might be wrong because you should love your children, right? Whatever. A lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should love your children more than you love your spouse. I don't, I think what you're saying is don't lose yourself in your kid. No, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, that's true too. Well, that's but what he I'm says saying. that he loves her, their kid more intensely than he loves Verity. I, and I guess uh, intense, maybe. Maybe. I don't, maybe. I, I, I don't, I don't know. know. I just don't think you should love I your think child you just have, your spouse. I honestly just think you have a different love for each of them yeah you have a different look the way he like says it and i obviously she's in the wrong for being even psycho enough to be like you love that daughter or our daughter more than me but i mean at the same time like i think if i was a mom and like something happened to our relationship i would want my significant other if they are a husband or a a man to love my daughter more than me like if our marriage didn't work out well that's different well yes it is different (laughs) but it's also not because like at the same time there may be issues. Like I said, there, it's it's very nuanced if you look at it. Yeah. But I get what I you're saying, though. I also just don't want kids. So, like, I think my mindset is obviously different than yours. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, if I got pregnant, I'd be like, this is ruining my life. But I would not be psychotic about it. Like, Verity. Yeah. Clearly. But it would be ruining. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that either. I was going to say, I was like, it'd not be ruining your life. But, no, like, again. I mean. I was saying, like, again, I'm not you. Yeah. You're not me. So. And then we find out she has an eating disorder. Oh, yeah. Like, raging eating, eating disorder. Like, is judgmental the fuck out of her mom for her mom gaining weight. And then, like, yep. is like, I'm going to have to work out twice a day so I don't get fat when I'm pregnant. And, like, she's, she's just, just in denial about the entire thing. She, like, doesn't want to eat even though she's hungry and like yeah so i also want to preface that this manuscript we come to fucking realize i don't know if it's before or after that she is doing this as an exercise to help with her suspense and horror writing yes but we don't find that out until the end no you find it out pretty soon no. like yeah it's find like out in the, the letter no when did you find this out I thought it was in that, like, halfway through the book. No. We don't find out until the very end that this is an exercise. Why am I remembering wrong? I don't know. Why are you remembering wrong? I'm sorry. I'm really stuffy right now. I don't know. Anyways, but. <laughs> we don't find out until the end that this is a writing exercise for her. Te- quote, unquote. That's what it's she says the, it is. Is it the very end? Yeah. It's in the letter. <sighs> Why do I feel like this is sooner? Okay. Anyways. Anywho. Anywho. Um, and then we find out she, trigger warning, tries to 
abort her baby herself with a coat hanger yeah which is you know i don't know if i'm like totally okay with the fact that they use like a coat hanger and stuff like that why i don't know it's real Uh, yeah a lot of women have done that i know a lot of women have done that but at the same time mm, i don't know either way obviously the whole situation is fucked because she is doing this in the bathroom instead of telling jeremy her fears which she could be like i'm afraid that you're gonna love the babies more than me and i'm not ready for this and they could have figured it out literally was the worst like miscommunication trope it's not even Ever. miscommunication. It's no it's communication. It's with withholding information. It's literally no communication. There's a ladybug on the ceiling. There is. Um, does that mean we're lucky? It does. And then, uh, um, eventually, when the girls are born, one of them is born with a scar on her face. Mm-hmm. And also, she takes pills and drinks alcohol during the pregnancy. She is doing everything. She is miscarry. doing literally yes. everything to get rid of these babies in a way that is not specifically just, like, her cause. Like, she's trying to, like, drink alcohol, like, other factors and stuff, so that way she can have the miscarriage. She threw herself downstairs. Yes. Like, she is doing every possible avenue. And these kids just came out, and they were like, nope, we're not going nowhere. The two twins. Yes. And it's Chaston and Harper. Chaston. I know. That's an interesting name. Um, One of... Is it Harper who has Asperger's? I thought it was Chaston. I honestly I think it's Harper. Because I thought... Because Chaston is the one who dies first with the peanut allergy. And... Uh, um, Are you sure? I can't remember. I guess double check. Whichever one of them. One of them has a peanut allergy, and that's how that one dies. But the freakiest part is that Verity supposedly has this dream premonition of Harper killing Chaston. And so when Chaston eventually dies, like she expects it to happen, Mm -hmm. and Jeremy gets off the phone and Verity's just like crying at the sink already because she knows what happened. Even though when the girls are born, she has no feeling. Yeah, Chaston is the one with the peanut allergy. Like you said, Harper is the one, and she has a dream that Harper will kill Chaston. Yeah. Um. And she doesn't have any feelings for either of the girls until she has this dream, and then she starts to care about Chaston, and then she's like ignores Harper. Harper. One and then I'm going to blow my nose. Right. And th- I thought that was insane how you can just develop love or you think you have like develop love for just one of your daughters. And <laughs> she's literally blowing her nose. Um, okay. And so just have like only an only an emotional connection until to just one, which I thought is just weird. And I know that people talk about it all the time now, especially that. To not glorify or romanticize the idea that you're going to love your baby immediately after you have the baby. Yeah. There are some women who do. It takes time. And then there are some women who it does. Like, it's a new person. Like, you've never met this little, like, person before. Yeah. And it's okay to not feel, like, immediate, like, butterflies or, like, Especially if you, like, a traumatic pregnancy and birth. Like, it can make that hard. Right. Exactly. And it's... 
Um, and I think that's one thing that, you know, like obviously not mom shaming about that, which is so terrible, yeah. obviously in today's society that you should automatically love your baby. And it's not that I think it's just getting to know who that is, mm-hmm. who that, who that baby is exactly. So anyways, but yes, so you're, you were correct. Just Chastin has a peanut allergy and Harper has Asperger's. Yes. Um, but anyways, before we get too far ahead, because she stops reading after the abortion part she that's when Lowen stops reading for the first time mm, uh-huh. and then the knife incident with Cruz chin happens where he cuts his chin with the knife and he's in Verity's room and he yells uh, and then Lowen runs in there and she's like trying to help him and she's like yelling for Jer- Jeremy so I always wondered like what happened that caused him to cut himself or did Verity cut him or like what is she saying to make him cut himself when that happens because he cuts himself Lowen sees the knife and then Verity hides the knife and then um was she trying to kill him no one knows that's the like thing. that's the thing yeah I was like what are you thinking like was it's she like trying what to the kill fuck crew? happened yeah was she trying to kill crew or was, was she crew, was she trying to convince like crew to kill himself like or like i don't even know like, or at the same time is, did crew just find the knife and like very told him to put it down and he like slipped it from his hand or whatever and then or he did it to himself on purpose because there's a second knife incident yes when with his, whenever he puts it in his gum yes and it's a butter knife that part gave me the creeps like none fucking other really Yes, I'm so squeamish about that stuff. <laughs> also, though, imagine a five-year-old hurting themselves that way. That's a fucked up kid. Yeah. That's, like, creepy. How does that not make you squeam? Squeam? Squirm. <laughs> what the fuck ever? Squeamish. That's what I meant. Squeamish. <laughs> so fuck <sighs> so there's the first knife incident with crew and that's yes. the first time that we think oh shit verity's not fucked I, okay because the knife I knew, disappears you everybody knows but you're like okay is she gonna just be like at the doorway like behind her just standing there like right fucking, like the grudge but or is she just gonna you know let Lowen think she's going insane yeah um, just kind of psychologically like torture Lowen. And then kind of for everything. they go on like a little family date night because crew wants to go out to dinner mm-hmm. and they and inv- Jeremy invites Lowen along mm-hmm. and they go out and they all hang out. And like, this is when Jeremy gets to like 
laugh at her jokes or whatever. And she's got such a fucking crush on this man, and she keeps she trying has, to and deny it. She is so dry, like a like a plank of wood. Uh huh. <laughs> like that. <laughs> like that <laughs> review. <laughs> and then, um, she finds a box of pictures and she brings it out and shows Jeremy and is like, "Oh, I like want to get to know Verity better." Because I feel like it'll help me get in her head space. And then yeah. he, they're Which like. Which is fair. Like, you know, as me, if I was a ghostwriter, I would want to, like, read things that maybe not are not personal, but just stuff that is going to help me, like, yeah. kind of emulate their writing style. Yeah. But then right. um, her and Jeremy, like, hug and they almost kiss. And then Crew comes down. And then they're looking at the pictures still. And then Crew freaks out and is like. We can't look at the pictures. Whatever. Freaks out. Put everything back in the box or whatever. And Jeremy like runs off after him. And I feel like a part of this is like he's trying to heal and like just kind of like not forget that he had sisters, but just. I mean, like get used to life without them. Yeah. Because the because Harper recently had passed. Yeah. We didn't talk about that because Chaston had been had passed on already for a little while. Yes. And Chaston was gone like a ye- a year, I think. It was like six a- months to the day. <gasps> is when Verity took them out on the canoe. Oh my god. Um, but so now it jumps back to Verity's autobiography, mm-hmm. and we find out that after the girls are born, and Jeremy goes to back to work, she literally ignores them the whole day. She only nor- ignores Harper. No, she ignores both. She lets oh, them the cry and like has earplugs <gasps> in. Oh my god, yes. And just she does and then like sleeps she and then works the and then then at like the first day or like whenever she comes home, the babies are so worn out mm-hmm. from crying by themselves all day. Yeah. That you know, whenever they sleep through the night and like there's not that much. Yeah, for them and to then do. she can have her day to herself where she mm. sleeps and then works and then she makes him dinner and then they sleep or whatever. So, she's so fucked up. <laughs> um, just so she's up. like so obsessed with sex, and she's very mm. calculated and she doesn't so, have yes. the feeling behind it. She mm. like she wants to be the object of all of Jeremy's like desires and love, but like behind her motivation of sex, it's not love. No. It's control. Ca- it's yeah. How can I? Make sure he feels like he loves me. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's what can major I, insecurity. Yes. And it's, like, all about, like, predicting his desires mm-hmm. kind of a thing. It's very Joe Goldberg. I, I also don't like how she, like, is literally idolizing this man to, like, the nth degree. Oh, yeah. And, like, everything that he's done, like, everything that she does is for his attention. Yeah. Or, like, his praise or whatever and i get maybe because like it's your husband or whatever but still i just don't like like barity you are a strong motherfucking woman like don't lose yourself into this man but again i think that's the reason why she became so toxic is because she literally lost herself in jeremy and who jeremy is and their relationship together she never wanted that nothing to ever get in between yeah them two well let's also really quick talk about how verity's parents literally think she's evil yeah that's fucking insane yeah 
I just remembered that for a second. Like, he was like, well, sh- we all get what we deserve someday or something. When Jeremy called to tell them about Verity's accident, I was like, sir, that is a red flag. What the fuck? Jeremy is a walking red I mean, they're all ro- walking red flags. Yeah. Okay, and then we get to the point where Lowen puts on his shirt and then fucking uses her pillow to masturbate just like fucking Verity talked about. Uh-huh. And then... Well, because, like, she puts her, like, teeth on the fucking... That's not till later. That's not till later? Yes. Fuck, when okay. she actually has sex with Jeremy. Oh. But she, like, is, like, touching the teeth marks, which, at this point, I already hated Lowen, but I was like, you're a fucking psycho bitch, she, too. She, like, wanted to, like, become Verity. Yes. Yes. Uh. And then... Oh, yes. That part creeped me the fuck out, too, obviously. Like, you obviously have mental problems as well. Oh, my God. Mona's so cute, you guys. Holy fuck. Take a picture. We'll post it on our Instagram. Sorry. Like, she's so cute. Hold on. Do you want me to take a video or do you want me to take a photo? I don't care. Get really close to her face. There you go. Oh, my God. You guys are going to die. She's so fucking cute. Mona's the only pet allowed near us when we record because the dogs are too wild. Yes, the dog. The they'd be too loud. Yeah, they'd be too loud. They'd shake, and then you hear their collars, or they want to be up on the bed, and you're like, and like ruin my computer. <laughs> Not that we don't love them. Just oh no, we love them very much. It's just Mona's obviously she's asleep on my legs right now, and she's like tiny as hell, so it's not like she can really do anything. True, she's true, 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 so fucking cute. Um, okay, and then we go back to the autobiography. Then this is when she has the dream of one of them trying to kill the other. Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, after Lowen reads. Oh, no, no. And Lowen then we find out that. that Jeremy read Lowen's book, not Verity. And that's how she got there. And then Lowen has the dream where she sleepwalks and wakes up um, in Verity's fucking room. Ooh. And she turns her head to the side and just screams. And because I Verity is fucking Verity too. looking her at her? I think so. Verity's like looking. And I'm surprised Verity doesn't like do anything. No. Like if I were Verity, I feel like I would like. I would strangle at, her. I would like look at her and then like hold up a knife. <laughs> Is that what you would do? Hold up a knife straight to the air? <laughs> It'd be like, eek, 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 eek. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> but and then she screams, if I was fucking low and wo- woke up in Verity's bed, I would have pissed my fucking pants. That's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> I would have even pissed me because she'd be looking at me. She'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I could not handle it. And this whole time, like, Verity is, like, doing really tiny little movements that aren't unsuspectable. Right. Because remember. Whatever. How you would say that. Like, very. Uh, what are you, unsuspectable. It's not. That's not a word. <laughs> I know. Unsuspected. A bull. I, like, I can't think of a word to replace that. They're very discreet movements. Yes. Like, if. She'll, like, turn she her head and look. And then just keep it there so that way Lowen's like, did she do that on purpose or am I just making this up in my head and going crazy? I remember specifically like the one scene 
that she's in Verity's office and Verity's office has windows. Yes. And, and you can Verity's see her outside. on the, yes, she's outside and she's like looking at the garden or like, and crew's out there too. And her nurse. And her nurse. And yeah, she's like looking and the way that she's pointed is that she can look into her own office and see Lowen in there. Uh-huh. And so she looks and she's like watching Verity and you know, she's like just there like pretending to be a vegetable. And uh-huh. then she looks back and she's making direct eye contact with her. Yes. And like those small like moments, like very discreet moments mm-hmm. of hidden like knowledge, like hidden awareness, essentially. Uh-huh. Those are what makes it like super creepy because th- I'm telling you, this could be a really suspenseful like movie. Oh, yeah. I think it could be, be a good so movie. good. Yes. I would love to know Verity's point of view during this part because or like, just like during this whole book yes. yes like because uh, I want to know the psycho thoughts that are going through her head that she's like this bitch is trying to be me yes but I have to stay still to why because if not then, what because if not then Jeremy's gonna try to kill me and I still love Jeremy and and also like I don't know just like what her end game is obviously is for Jeremy not to kill her but to still like have all his attention on her mm-hmm. and i don't know obviously part of the good thing is that we don't know what verity's thinking because it makes it creepy shut the fuck up mona just keeps doing cute things y'all oh take another picture because she's like just like buried into herself um but anyways okay <sighs> i love this cat guys this is like she is my tori said one day that she's like my little familiar and i have never forgot that forgotten that and i also have never found like a more perfect like way to describe oh my god she's literally like nuzzling into her own hands you guys she's so cute she's very soft and she's very small oh my god okay (laughs) (laughs) the silence silence. we hold our breath while the picture is taken Okay. Okay. Now Jeremy confronts Verity in her autobiography about not liking Harper and like freaks out. He's yes, like, you don't even talk about her, this, that, the other thing. You like basically like don't you just act like she doesn't exist and like she sees it. Yes. And then she's like, Well, it's just cause Harper needs to get tested for Asperger's because her teacher said that and so Chastin has more milestones for me to talk about or whatever. She, like, tries to explain it in a way. Right. I think it's so bullshit. manipulating Jeremy, obviously. And then what else happens? Oh, she lies about being pregnant with crew. Yes. She says, I'm pregnant. And he's, like, so over the moon happy. And then she, uh, like, they have sex a bunch because she's trying to actually get pregnant now so that her lie makes sense. Uh-huh. And they have sex in the canoe, and that's why she named him Crew, which is also fucked because that's when she kills her daughter is in a canoe. <laughs> Anyways. Um, now she stops reading the book, and it's her birthday, and she, like, takes the day off, so she's watching TV. And then she tells Jeremy about it or whatever, and he makes her the cake. Yes. And then he brings the cake out to her. And that's when they finally, like, make out for the first time. And he, like, takes her shirt off. And he takes his shirt off. And they're, like, gonna get busy. But then all of a sudden she looks up and sees Verity at the top. (laughs) No, because it's it's on the sofa. They moved to the the sofa. sofa. 
and I just cannot. She sees Verity on the, on the top of the stairs, clench her fist, and then run back, back into her, her room. room. And she's like, Verity, Verity. And then Jeremy, like, sprints upstairs to check on her. And Verity got into her fucking bed quick as could fucking be. Just imagine. <laughs> Staring at you as you're hooking up with her ex or with her husband. I can't. Yes. And the fact is, is that Jeremy knows, like, the entire time that this is happening, he knows Verity is still, like, okay, because... I think he does. I think he has an inkling that, like, because she keeps seeing things and she keeps saying, like, shit is happening. I he's starting he, to, like, I put think he's stuff has shit an together. Too. Yes. I shouldn't say that. He doesn't know for sure, but he definitely has an inkling because he also says at one point, we're just paranoid. He doesn't say we're just you're just paranoid. paranoid. He says we're, we're paranoid. Just, just paranoid. Yeah. I mean, and Crew doesn't help either because, like, again, Crew is a creepy, like, kid aspect. He's like, hi, mommy. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he, <laughs> Crew waved at the window, too. Yes. And she at the saw window. the Well, because, move. like, she saw, um, she was downstairs and, like, in the yard. They were all and outside. she was. I thought she was in the office and she was looking and, like, she sees Crew saying, hi. And then I think she was on the deck reading and then she saw Crew. Crew wave. be like, yeah. And there's no way that that. She's like, that's Verity's room. Uh huh. And she. She saw, like, the curtain move, and then she goes upstairs to check, and there's a fan on, like, wrestling the curtain or whatever. So she's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. But I think that was I think that was, like, one of the first encounters that she, like, saw. Because she, yes, like, went up there, and she's like, okay. So. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, continuing on. She, doesn't she get to read more of the book? And then this is, like, whenever they start hooking up, right? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. So this is when he puts a lock on the outside of her door because so she tells him about the sleepwalking. And Which I think is so crazy how she's, like, <sighs> like, it just gave me such a Bella moment and, like, moment. Like, oh, my God. Just, yeah, like, I, yeah, like, sleepwalk. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I mean, to be uh, fair, she's in a stranger's house and she's not sure like what would happen if she slept and obviously she already woke up in the ex or in the wife's room. So like I'd be like, yeah, maybe you just like make sure I can't get out and like I, do I weird I things. Think I, I don't think I'd be comfortable like saying like them locking me in. Like having a a lock on the door. Yeah, I guess. That's but also she like could turn on she said she's turned on ovens and stoves and stuff like that and she can like her sleepwalking self can like learn how to unlock her doors so it's like what other solutions are there you know just leave the door open <laughs> good luck <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the dream isn't for it's like no okay so I, I guess that she you could literally just tie her to the bed too kinky i'm sure jeremy would have like wanted that would have loved that mm. uh she i said she needs to finish the damn manuscript and give it to him already why is this bitch waiting that is literally my thought 24 7 throughout this book like why the fuck you know that didn't even dawn on me the entire time that i was like for real wow like chapter by chapter but i was like obviously i just didn't see it for that i was just like oh my gosh like they obviously Colleen did it so that way the plot could keep going, well, and then right. also like Lowen wasn't completely like a card like as shallow as a piece of cardboard. So you know what I mean to develop more of a a conviction 
of reading something so private and so intimate like for her yeah i also think it added to the dislike of Lowen for like waiting for so fucking long like fucking yeah idiot. you're like if you're just gonna be <clears throat> like if you're gonna be a bitch and read their shit read it right like commit to it <laughs> um Moni just keeps like she just keep doing cuter and cuter things like her back legs are straight up and then the rest of her body is curled into it and her leg her head is up against her back legs it's she so knows cute. it she's a little like snail looking thing uh-huh um okay so then chastin dies at the sleepover which i think is so crazy that's such a freak accident well and verity is convinced that Ch- that harper harper made sure that chastin got a snack that had peanuts in it so that she would die i think that is so morbid and so convoluted which it just shows to how broken verity's brain is yeah to like literally like convince and rationalize that one of your daughters gave her sister something like just like legit like just regular peanuts and be like here eat this you know well she's like the girls went into the cupboard and got snacks late at night or whatever right but um it's interesting because like verity actually shows emotion she she like cries and like freaks out but like immediately she goes to blaming harper mm-hmm. and like is like i it literally, funnels all that em- yeah. like emotion into that like she does not have an, a lot of emotional depth but the emotions she does feel are very like strong and negative very negative like anger mostly mm-hmm. and then uh, she's literally mad at jeremy for not having moved on after three months and he's like appalled at the he's fact like, that our daughter is dead like what the fuck like he's like how are you so easily like able to move on especially because that was her favorite right just goes to show emotional depth zero and she's like all she wants is for him to have sex with her like yes she's like can you just get over it so we can have sex and we can be okay like yeah because like the sex hasn't been as good but they haven't like had any sex right it's like four times in like six months or something like yeah that. um but then we get to the p- so lowen stops reading there again and she goes to verity who's sitting in front of the tv one day and is like you're a fucking cunt who deserves who doesn't even deserve the body you're in or something like that and i was like fucking finally say some shit to that bitch and provoke her like she needs to be told off for being such a shitty person yes it's nuts and i feel like like lowen is just such like a meek person that her saying that i bet she was like yeah like shaking with rage and you're like oh you tell him i'm gonna fuck your husband in your bed tonight I was like, okay, okay. And uh, she does. They, like, have dinner, and then they're making out or whatever, and um, they go and have sex, and it's really great sex. But, again, I fucking hate Lowen because she bites where very bites. It's almost like a dog marking territory. Like, (sighs) ugh like replacing right 
yes replacing her mm-hmm. and he she like bites and then bites as hard as she can to replace the teeth marks i'm like yeah. you're fucking psycho i'm like how does verity or how does jeremy not notice this jeremy's into it i was like i feel like jeremy would notice it and he'd be like fuck, fuck yeah. yeah fuck that replace bitch. her yes you're like you're a better version 2.0 yeah. yes literally because he's that fucking convoluted Ugh. Um. What are you looking at? I'm trying to read my notes and see what happened next. Because well, basically, after that, isn't that whenever Crew has his accident with his teeth? So. Okay. Because he's eating the peanut butter. Or something. I, I had two thoughts really quick at at this point. Okay. One thought was fuck he's gonna be the bad guy mm, that it was gonna change yeah and, like, i was like he was gonna be the up one. on me like he was gonna be jeremy's the one like to be, kind like, of fucked little. up but also he's like the most normal i think and i like mm-hmm. liked him the most of all of them yeah um so i was like is she gonna throw up or throw in this like twist around or whatever i'm sorry my words are jumbled and then I was like, I wonder what if Lowen is writing this manuscript and going to believe it. Uh, shut the fuck up, Maddie. I'm going to kill you. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. No, you don't because you're hitting yourself. <laughs> I was mixing up my words. Okay. Okay, Scream, go ahead. <laughs> part of me was like i wonder if lowen is writing this manuscript and they're gonna blame it on verity because lowen's right. the crazy one like a um silent patient sort of maneuver i haven't read that okay never mind um it's on my list though so thank you yes it's got a really good twist to it so but like you know where she's posing putting verity as like the villain and like uh-huh. making up all of this and then in reality like she it was her exercise to get into Verity's head, but uh-huh. it was also true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, I was, like, waiting for a plot twist. Like, a major plot twist. Yeah, like yeah. a real 180. I'm kind of glad it didn't, though. I'm glad it didn't either. I like the way it ended, but. Yeah. Um, I really, literally wrote, see, ew, she is, she bit the same spot. This bitch is insane. <laughs> this bitch is insane. Just as in insane the as Verity. Well, maybe not just as insane because she went like her children. Mm. But I can't get over that. Then they're locked inside. Yes, because they're the fucking. Verity locked because them lo- inside. Yes, literally came and locked doors. Locked them in. She was Which, like, okay, fine, bitch. You want to. And I thought that was like such a direct like. She's like, fine. You want to fuck them? Go ahead. Fuck them. But you're being locked in there. And yeah. You, nothing's going to happen. Like. I'm here, bitch. And Jeremy is still trying to rationalize it and be like, well, maybe crew did it. Or like, then he punched out the window to get inside or whatever. He's like, oh, if you like slam the door, the lock latches. And I'm like, okay, you try and live your delusional life still. I think it's so funny how he is also trying to make excuses. But, you know, like a part of me also thought maybe like they were both in on it. And he was trying to be like, oh, Verity just does that. Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean like no she doesn't do that at all and both of them like were targeting Lowen and then like want to like kill her or something yeah and then both of them are in on it and then 
Lowen is like, okay, Verity, you want to play this game? And then puts the pillow under her hips to keep his fucking jizz inside her so she'll try and get pregnant. And which, of course, we find out she fucking did. Did. Which I was, she's like, fine, Verity. No, like, what? Uh. Psycho games. Psycho games. Um, but then we go back to the manuscript. Mm-hmm. And that's when Verity in front of crew is like, Harper, why haven't you even cried about your sister? Don't you even miss her? And like Harper runs away crying. And Harper's like, just, of course I miss her. But obviously when you are on the spectrum, like you aren't able to show emotions as well. And you just have a different way of expressing them. They're yeah. not like traditional, like the tears or whatever. They're just in different yes. aspects. And it's and just like, why do we do that to your kid? It just makes me so upset because there are some parents who are not, yeah. Who are that cruel to their kids and being like, well, why didn't you cry and do this? And yeah. So. And um, then they, that's when she's like, let's go out in the canoe and go swimming. That was like the last straw for Verity. Yeah. After that. And. Because then she got mad that Harper was even crying at that. Yeah. That she literally was mocking Car- Harper in front of crew, mm-hmm. which is fucked. Oh, everything about this book is so fucked. I said that like. 30 million times during yeah. this episode. Um, that needs to be a sweatshirt. Everything about this book is so fucked. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so. She goes out in the canoe with Harper and crew. Mm-hmm. And she tells crew to hold his breath. And she tips the canoe over. And swims crew to shore. And then Harper drowns. And she's like, I have to pretend like I've been looking for her. I have to pretend to be crying. I have to pretend that, like, I am lost my child and I'm, like, hysterical. Yes. Being her psychotic, psycho bitch self. And um, then... Uh, well, because then Jeremy gets there. Yes. And crew runs and is telling because Verity told crew go tell Jer like your dad to call his dad to, to call his dad tell his dad to call nine one one right and Jeremy like runs off the dock and like dives into the water like super dad and like pulls her out it's like really devastating because like you think about it and it's like if any dad like I just put it in a very like in a again a cinematic way it's yeah. like that would be so heart-wrenching yes it's like almost like the leonardo dicaprio movie where he goes and finds the wife and the wife have drowned all the kids and he's like well, they went to school today and he's like honey it's saturday and I don't know that. oh my god i have to show it to you because he the wife has basically had a psychotic break and she was telling she's like he's like honey where are the kids and she's like they went to school today and he was like, honey, it's Saturday. And she just starts laughing. And the kids are all floating in the lake because she drowned them all. What? What is this? What it's movie? a movie. What movie? I can't remember. I'm going to have to look it up. But he, like, Leonardo DiCaprio goes in the water and get, grabs all their bodies and is, like, sobbing and, like, screaming, like, no, it can't happen. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then he kills her. He kills the mom. Like, fuck you. Yeah. So anyways, I could just <laughs> I just think that and I'm like I <sighs> it's very sad, very. <clears throat> and um 
So, anyways, she they pull her out, and he asks. He basically is like questioning her. Why? Why was she in the canoe? Like, why yeah, did she why have a life jacket? Less. And she, all everything just is not adding up to him. He said, "I don't understand. Why did you tell crew to hold his, his breath? breath?" And she was like, "I, I literally know. saw you stop loving me in that moment, uh, because you like." Even if I, like, told you, like, it wasn't true, like, you weren't going to believe me. Like, you stopped loving me. And, um. Like, you, like, she convinced herself that he had, he was, like, no, never yeah, again. Which he pretty much, much was. He, he knew that at this point that, like, she had she really had killed like, Harper. Up. Yeah. And, um. And then. She stops reading the manuscript. And then this is when the, the crew accident happens. Yeah, she's asking crew about his mom and he goes mommy says I shouldn't talk to you if you ask me questions and then he fucks the shoves the knife into his gum which oh. see that's why I'm like is crew just literally like psychologically not able to handle this or is Verity manipulating him no I think Verity himself no I think Verity is manipulating him into being like you cannot say anything to Lowen and like if she tries to if she tries to you know, tell you or ask you about something, then you need to hurt yourself. So that way it gets taken away. away. They're not going to hear you from all the way over there. (laughs) She basically, Tori just says like, if it gets taken away from like, if you get taken away from me sort of thing. Yeah. And it's, it's like a distractionary sort of thing too as well. But anyways, do you just want to get the toilet paper and bring it over here? No, I think I just need to sit up fully. Like, I can't lean, and then my sinuses will stay better. Because every time I get up and walk over there, it's, like, better. So I think I need to just, like, really be stri- stick straight on my posture. Um. So, anyways, yeah. I just think that she's manipulating. I don't think she's specifically manipulating crew to hurt himself. I'm just, I think he's, she's just telling him that he cannot talk yeah. with any means necessary. I don't know. And if he's like, if he suggested, he's like, if that means even like hurting myself, and she says yes, like even hurting yourself. So she's not outright suggesting it, but like implying it, sort of thing. Can. What's up? Hold on, y'all. My computer's gonna die. I have to plug it in. Okay. Plug it in. Yeah, you can unplug that. We're obviously a mess. But, um, but yeah. Okay. So We're a hot mess today, but I'm better. Okay, what else? Are you going to try and read my notes? Fuck, she got pregnant. Um, I think we're down here. Oh, so she gets the baby monitor. And puts the oh, baby monitor oh. in Verity's room. Because she's like, yes. after this crew incident, she's like, fuck this shit. Like, and she's you. like, I'm going to catch you. Yeah, she's determined. She's like, okay, I know now that you're like, you're faking it. You're still like there. You're not a vegetable. This is it. I'm not going to have this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then she says she finally, I'll drive my car into a tree. Oh, yeah. In the manuscript. Yes. <laughs> she's like, um, I saw you stop loving me. If that's the case, you're going to like turn me in. Uh, I'll drive my car into a tree. So be it. And that's the name of her manuscript. Yeah. And then she's like. Oh shit. Okay. So like she literally planned all of this. Right. This and like that's real. exactly why she's ended up in the situation that she's in yes. now. 
so wait okay i'm showing so, maddie my notes because she's okay, trying to read so them. always a step ahead in her mind how should so i was saying like verity's always a step ahead yeah no i'm saying what is that word instead of just I write reacting like half curse cursive so it can be confusing i don't know what that is l-a-c-t where how should i act it's i act oh how should i instead of just reacting she shouldn't have yelled for Jeremy. Oh, yeah, because she sees Verity move on the monitor, and she's like, Jeremy, Jeremy. And then Verity runs back into her bed. I'm like, you stupid fucking bitch. She should have recorded so it on your phone Literally, shut up. I was like, are and you then dumb? showed it to him. Are you fucking stupid? She is dumb. She she's is the stupidest so dumb. bitch ever, and I hate her. Oh, my God. I'm like, come on. It's such a millennial thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a millennial. No, you're not. Yes, you don't act like one you're like a you're a very young millennial you're on the cusp of um gen z anyways well even so even so um okay i feel like they just did that for plot (laughs) (laughs) i said you shouldn't she shouldn't have yelled for jeremy be fucking for real (laughs) i know like what babe this isn't a comedy like what is going on uh well finally uh she proves it to jeremy she basically does. and verity moves and she's like listen like i had to do this i had to do this and uh Lowen's like you can't make it look like you killed her like yeah, you have it, to like he confronts her and he's like verity verity and he and then she's not moving or whatever he's like for fuck's sake verity and like is like trying to tell like is about to like go for her and he's like you don't understand i had to do this and like she breaks character yes and then like the all the while yeah low in the back is like you have to make it look like an accident yeah well because first he's choking her because he's so mad that she's been faking this accident for so fucking long Mm -hmm. and then uh, and manipulating crew obviously and then that is one thing that i just love about jeremy he can be really terrible at everything but he really did love his kids oh yeah and that is one thing i think I'm happy he became that he, terrible because verity was so fucking terrible right like she sucked him into her vortex yeah and just like tainted him really yes and you know that but that is one thing that i just i do love because men are just so easily portrayed as not the caring parent uh-huh. like in so many situations that i'm glad that there was like a loving it was a dad, right he was a loving dad to both all three of them yeah and so lowen's like you have to make her throw up and then choke on her own throw up so it looks like you didn't do it and so he's literally doing it and lowen is like covering her ears in the corner which that would be me i'd be like i can't hear this i can't hear this. and it was all her suggestion too yeah just knowing that though like and you know what's I think mm. it's kind of poetic justice because Verity tried to do that to the daughter. Mm-hmm. And so then that's how Verity dies is someone does that to her. Right. Um, also, that's, I would assume, where Lowen got the idea to do that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But so Jeremy kills Verity. And I was like, thank the fucking Lord. She's finally gone. This bitch <laughs> deserved to die way long ago. <laughs> And I was like, you better hope that, like, baby monitor doesn't record anything. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because the baby monitor was it's on still when he on, did yeah. that. But 
uh, Jeremy like puts Lo into bed and then like cleans everything up for for it and like makes it all look normal. I'm yeah, like, and like where do you think? Where do well, they, they put get Verity? it together? Yeah. Well, they kept her because the the night nurse would oh, co- or the come. nurse would come and see that she like choked aspirated her throw up. Yeah. Um, but then it jumps to seven months later when she's fucking she's pregnant, pregnant and, and about like, to have the baby. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Uh, and like she's an successful she su- successfully like wrote, wrote books, all the books yeah. and is <sighs> and then they got Verity's and life moving. insurance and so they're rich and they moved away which and that's good for I'm, them yes but also at the same time you're like fuck like and that's when she finds the letter well they go moving. back to clean up the house to sell yes. it and they find the letter yeah because crew's like I have to get my stuff out of this floor where mommy kept my drawings and Lowen goes to look at it before Jeremy does and she finds the letter and Lowen rips up the letter and flushes it down yeah, the, the toilet. toilet and I was like the whole time I was reading the letter but I the was fact like, is like you I if I were even to give it to Jeremy I do not think Jeremy would have been like ba- felt bad about his decision no of like or would have changed anything you couldn't have changed anything no she was so like why why rip it up I mean, I get the ripping it up. Well, yeah, but, like, not giving it to Jeremy to see either. Like, that's just, like, why rip it up and hide it? No, I think that's good because I would have ripped it up, too, because it didn't even matter. No, it didn't matter. But at the same time, like, I would show Jeremy, like, look how fucking weird this bitch is. Okay, true. Like, and then throwing it away. Like, the tearing part is not my issue. It's just my issue is, like, the fact that she was, like, I have to get rid of this now so Jeremy doesn't see. Yeah. Like, what would it have changed? Nothing. You already did the The fact that Lowen believes the letter is fucked. As she was reading it, I was like, this line alone, she is gaslighting the fuck out of y'all. Like, she's doing this to cover her own tracks. Yes. And so that if someone ever finds this, someone else will be blamed for everything. Mm -hmm. I do not believe that. I don't believe the letter for a second. I thought I think Verity did all this for real. Like, the manuscript was really her. And again, like, that's also whenever you find out that this was supposed to be a writing exercise. Yes. That you're supposed to do like a hyper. Right from the villains. Like a right from a, vill- a villain's perspective of things like that have happened in your life. Uh-huh. So that way you can like more immerse yourself or fully immerse yourself into that mindset yeah. to write that way. And you're like, okay, um, I've never heard of this technique. Uh, I don't fucking believe you. I think it's all bullshit. But like, I understand and I like, see the purpose of maybe doing that but what she recounted is way too detailed uh-huh. it's way too detailed it's way too thorough it's all like chronological yes it's very and the like the fact that she kept saying to jeremy you were married to me you should have known better him. yes you should have known like my actions versus these fake words i wonder i was like can you shut the fuck up you bitch I wonder if Colleen Hoover will ever come out and be like, yes or no to the manuscript. I kind of want to read the chapter just to see what it says. Mm. Even though I will stay thinking this, but I just want to. Well, like I said, I asked Melanie and all of us believe in the manuscript. So and she said that like it didn't change her mind. Do you think he faked the car crash? Because that part I might think is true. That he did? That he did the car crash? Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. I think Jeremy put Verity in the car and crashed the car on purpose. Yes, because he... 
because he was so angry first yes because he was so angry and he realized how much of a fucking monster she is yeah to her children and like ruined and killed these like again murdered her daughter Mm -hmm. and also ostracized her one daughter Uh so and then just how possessive she was over him and stuff she's like fine you're gonna get what you deserve sort of thing so yeah yeah i think he definitely set that up so and that is the end of the book it's kind of like it's a cliffhanger of her just ripping up the letter so you that's why this book is so controversial it's just who do you believe do you believe the letter or do you believe the manuscript and most people i hear i see them or they say that they believe in the manuscript yeah so but and that's what i i'm taking that to my grave taking that to my grave but I wanted to um, initially trans uh, transition into a new segment that Tori and I have kind of thought about maybe implementing in our new episodes moving forward is reading reviews off of Goodreads. Uh-huh. And the way that this came about is because I told Tori this was one of the books, one of the first books I read this year. And I actually made a Goodreads like review for this book. And I wanted to read it on the pod because I thought i am the funniest person i think i'm the funniest person alive so let me see hold on hold on and i just found a really funny one yeah we found a really funny one back to me and then i was was like like, this is sending me and so i'm gonna read it for y'all after she reads hers yeah mine is definitely a lot shorter than that one but that one is hilarious so i read this in february dude february first february 2nd to february 6th okay so that's when I wet it. I you wet, wet it. it. I wet it. Why well, you can't Squeam. speak today? Squeam. <laughs> you squeamed? <laughs> you wet it? Squeam. <laughs> Squeam. <laughs> okay. So um, this is what I said for the for Verity. Are you ready? Are you pulling yours up? Uh-huh. Are y'all ready? It may not be that funny, so just if I I just think it's funny. I'm hearing this for the first time, too. Maddie wouldn't let me read it. I asked you, and you said no. I know, I wanted to wait for the pod. (laughs) Okay, so I gave it five stars. Yeah, it starts. I ate this book, devoured it with gusto. It was deliciously good, and I'm still licking my fingers for the remnants of this thriller. This was my first Colleen Hoover book, and wow, what a (laughs) book to start off with. (laughs) Now I understand the hype around her stories and writing, because after finishing this story, I immediately started It Ends With Us. I am quickly understanding and kicking myself in the shins that I refused and was stupidly stubborn enough to not read these books now, because this is just the perfect February reads, and they're like... Butter, B-U-T-T-E-R. The story glides so easily. You look down and you're already halfway through the book. Okay, so I'm in love with the name Verity, but I think I'd be condemning my future daughter to a predetermined destiny of death and darkness. So maybe we'll make that her middle name, LOL. Oh my God. (laughs) I I knew from the get-go she was faking it. You can just tell from the beginning the whole thing is off. Jeremy was too sugar-coated to be the innocent man in this entire thing, so that's what made him creepy. Crew was just fucking creepy because he's a five-year-old kid that runs with knives and doesn't know any better on what he's saying. Verity alone is a fucking creep because she's faking being a human veggie. Like, bro, 
If you were this, if you were that scared of your husband, money would not be an issue. You up and leave. If you were in as much danger as in fear as you claim you were, you'd be like a ghost in the night. But instead, you want to go bump in the night, locking doors, stashing knives, and watching your husband bang you another woman on your living room sofa. I 10, 1 million percent on the side of the manuscript. You can't be that talented of a writer and not have some manipulative qualities that you draw reference from because as she said you write what you know and i know the whole lot of you and yes you too miss the literary spot the literary spotlight isn't for me but seducing grieving husbands gives me goosebumps low and ashley also worst way to spell ashley are fucked up insane in the membrane insane in the membrane and i would not want it any other way bravo magnificent big claps much wow for all (laughs) (laughs) much wow much wow that's amazing (laughs) And so that is my synopsis of the book. Yes. And like that is my review. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read this review that I found. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Hold your horses on because it is long. It's very so, long. But I'm, it's good. <laughs> and it's very funny. So uh, this person is Mariva. And she said two and a half stars question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Already? <laughs> she goes, this was straight up hilarious. <laughs> the funniest creepy book ever written. Did I hear that people cried while reading this? I sure hope it was tears of laughter or pain because you all need to explain. <laughs> so I got a real important question here. How is it the main character characters always read about the most pressing issues so damn slow? Like, are you actually about to tell me this woman, this author read one chapter of the manuscript <laughs> per a day? She took weeks to read 19 bloody chapters. I would have binged that shit in an hour. Hell, I bet even Jeremy read it in three seconds. But she took her sweet time. The annoying little bourbon she is. Immediately, I want to express how much the heroine ruined this whole book for me. Reading from her POV was like talking or taking a knife, exposing every nerve on my body and pouring vinegar all over them. To be truthful, I don't even remember her name. Every time it was spelt out, I read it. Then instantly, like my brain knows self-preservation, it erases the letters as if I never saw them. Lauren, Mulan, Rowan, no clue. Jeremy shoving her nose in Verity's business and gatekeeping everything she learned from the hero. I mean, I guess his wife did try to kill her children about a million times out of a sick obsession, but that doesn't concern you, love. Put down the manuscript. <laughs> it drove me crazy every time Lemon finished the chapter. <laughs> she's so evil oh but she's so callous she's just so horrible like shut the fuck up already you nosy home wrecking ass bitch (laughs) (laughs) i hope you never get a good night's sleep again for what you did to my psychotic icon (laughs) i find it fitting that the villain and character and and a character that in a sense was meant to be unlikable was my favorite the whole time. So her favorite was Verity. Uh-huh. She said Verity really did the most while doing nothing <laughs> at all. <laughs> that includes pretending to be in a vegetative state for a month on end, opening her eyes only when Laren was re- <laughs> watching, running around the house like Casper the Ghost, <laughs> messing with the TV to scare the shit out of Lauren. Uh, traumatizing her son even more than he already was by talking to him. And each of those bullet points, she has a little, like, the nail finger, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, period, bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say Lupin was crying, shaking, throwing up from fear. And I mean, like, 
one point or another. <laughs> Whereas usually I'd be shivering and me tempering <laughs> with the heroin. The horror aspect of this book followed by Wula's dramatic reactions were too fucking funny. It distracted me. <laughs> Um, it says, I put my hand on the mattress to lift myself up off the floor, but immediately shift backwards onto my palms when I catch Verity watching me. Her head is in a different position, turned to the right, her eyes on mine. And then she has a gif in there of, like, uh, fucking zombies, like, scary mom. movie, like, twisting their head around. <laughs> and I, it's so funny. And she goes, how I imagine Verity every time she'd expected, unexpectedly turn her head, her creepy head on the heroine all right i do apologize for that one but come on you can tell me verity that silly goose was having the time of her life and so was i whoever thinks that letter was real explain this comedy which is actually much funnier with context i promise i was fully hoping verity would chase her petrified ass around the house to really seal it in the traumatization and future years of therapy so i fully like i snorted with the <laughs> there's a gif of fucking if you guys know what spirited away is and if you've seen them it's fucking um chihiro somebody running with a fucking no face behind her running like sprinting after her i think we should probably post this oh uh, my god i have to it is page. so funny it is so funny because i died barely <laughs> <laughs> We are definitely going to post this so for y'all. So many missed opportunities. I bet every time she rose from her coma and gave Lavin another <laughs> premature heart attack, she giggled like a maniac <laughs> before carrying on with her bullshit. Really, for that reason alone, making Lowen <laughs> age 10 years every time she took a breath, Verity will remain my fave. I actually cannot believe Jeremy fell in love with an old smelly sock of a character that is lavish. <laughs> After being married to his genius wife. Talk about a downgrade. Once again, did she murder children? Yes, but at least she wasn't creepy. <laughs> I know that <laughs> creepy. I know many might disagree, but I found Luan way <laughs> more hair raising. I mean the sleepwalking straight out of a horror movie. <laughs> he fell asleep while I was in the bathroom attempting to abort his daughters with the wire hanger. And look, Verity is pro-choice. <laughs> <laughs> this is so sick. <laughs> you must understand that although the suspense was okay and plot twists, even if below average, were at least em- emotion-inducing... The romance was the blandest, yes. stalest, dullest, driest, most flavorless, and uninspiring piece of crap I've ever read, ever. In fact, I even scrounged some fan casting for you guys. I had such a clear picture in my head I just had to share with them. A heart and it's Jeremy, a piece of plywood, and lumen. <laughs> a piece like, of, like, broken, like, driftwood. Yes. <laughs> Uh, their sex scenes were also about as hot as you'd expect two pieces of wood humping each other to be. <laughs> anyway, who the ending? We're not going to talk about that. And not even because I was mad or shocked. I simply didn't care. Verity carried this book and she was kind of brain dead from 99.9% <laughs> of it. Nothing will change that power. And then she edited it eight months later. And I've decided we're going to talk about the ending. Here's a hot take. If I had to pick a teen, I'm going to choose the letter. As we've already established that the FM's female female main character oh was a sleepwalking red flag and the male main character wasn't any better 
Personally, being impressed with the author's ability to manipulate her readers is one of my favorite feelings. So Jeremy and the Loch Ness <laughs> Monster turning out to be the real villains would be a phenomenal plot test. Would be if this book was written better was smart, but not obvious foreshadowing. Unfortunately, it wasn't in the manuscript. Being legitimate is a more satisfying thought. Meanwhile, the letter is a more infuriating one. All in all, I know it seems like I really hated this book, but if you squint a little, you will see that I did mention some positive highlights. Like this being a comedy, <laughs> A plus was over, or how Verity was determined, obsessive, was the determined obsessive psycho of my dreams. And I did actually get sad during one scene when Jeremy pulled his daughter out of the river. Yeah, that's about it. And then she <laughs> edited it again. I read the bonus chapter and I liked it because they're all suffering. <laughs> she's a queen. That, oh, I need to read queen. every review she's ever written for a book. Like, that was the funniest a fucking queen. shit I've ever seen. I love her. This is what I need to do, like, for these, like, reviews because these planks of woods and all of these, like, memes inserted in them really gave this entire she review gave a, life. a whole thesis project on this book she really I did was living for it a whole thesis statement argument conclusion and solution <laughs> loved it i was it. reading this at work you guys and i had to keep my shit together and i was like busting at the seams it was so fucking funny we're gonna post this for y'all to read with us yes it's, it's you're too gonna love it more with the, the emojis and the photos that she included so oh it was so good. That Anyways, was awesome. We're going to try and do uh, at least one to two funny, hopefully, reviews. reviews. Or just reviews that we One to two each. Good. One to two each. Yeah. Like three or four. Um, just something that episode. was really fucking hilarious and just made it makes me see the book in so many different aspects because like obviously it's their own perspective and it's just so funny because like you see these things but like when people like finally like roast the fuck out of them you're like holy shit yes like you're just happy you're just happy that they're on the same page and stuff so anyways but okay so I think that essentially wraps up yeah, our discussion on Verity. Um, I know we haven't posted our reading schedule for November, but next week's episode is A Court of Frost and Starlight. Oh, shit. Yes. I gotta read We're that again. back on our A Court, of, yeah, Court of Thorns and Roses series. And so after this one, it's A Court of Frost and Starlight. And then um, we'll eventually put um, A Court of Silver Flames. I think that'll be for December. Yeah, I was going to say we should do at that some point. Um, but I'm less busy in I December can, and I can yeah. read that thick ass bitch again. Again? Oh, oh yeah. my God. I'm psycho. Um, you know me. I know. But um, to give you a little bit of a context, I'll give you, I'll say the schedule right now. Um, obviously, we'll put it up tomorrow. Um, but for November 2nd, which is next Wednesday, we're doing a Court of Frost and Starlight. November 9th, we're actually doing Legendborn. I'm very excited for that. I've heard good things. Um, all good things, all good things. Just reminds me of Olaf every single time. Um, November 16th is going to be one of my favorites because we're doing Shadow and Bone and we're starting a new series. Oh, shit. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for us to just get rid of it, like just fly through these first three so Tori can read Six of Crows and Cricket Kingdom because that is one of my favorite books of all time. So, um, and then November 23rd, yes, you heard that, 23rd, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we are doing Brady and Sweetgrass, which is my favorite book as an adult, um, and I'm really excited for that one. I'm really excited to hear what you think as well. Um, and then the last week, or the last Wednesday of that month, November 30th, we're doing Book Lovers, finally. Ooh. 
Yes. So keep an eye out. I will post uh, the schedule for that. Uh, I need to go make the graphic for it. Ha ha ha. Um, but yeah, so keep in touch. Um, definitely go read A Court of Frost and Starlight. It is really, really small. So I'm imagining our episode's probably going to be a little bit shorter than usual. Um, or maybe not. Who knows? That's just my theory. But Tori, do you have any uh, last closing remarks before we sign off and see them next week? Uh, no. Let's get this bread, fuckers. That was so cringe. I loved it. <laughs> like, I literally want to kill myself after saying that, but it's so funny. You're like, you leave it in. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, y'all have a great week, and we're going to see you on the next one. Hell yeah. See you fuckers later. Bye.